Oh, we're live. Here we are. Hello, dear star shines. Christina here with Light Body Academy. Welcome to today's lunchtime chats. For those of you who are new, my name is Christina and I am the acceleration expert. And we are here to talk about those topics and issues that are significant for us uh, new paradigm visionaries, way showers, and star seeds. We have abilities that uh, perhaps our, the rest of our human family does not quite embrace, and therefore we have very unique experiences and perspectives to what's going on on the planet and in our lives right now. So I am here to provide a liberated perspective to the best of my abilities to these pieces, to these topics and issues. So um, welcome everybody, welcome to the conversation. So glad to have you here. Uh, go ahead and let me know that you're here, say hello. I'd love to hear from you guys. And by the way, I figured out why um, there's a few episodes where things were blurry and um, I learned that um, it's because of my bandwidth. I, <clears throat> though I'm in a house, I um, am using all of my nomading equipment, you know, my mobile equipment to broadcast because we don't do whole lines here. And, uh, and it turns out that this is a low service area. So it's not my camera. It's not my computer. It's, it's actually the bandwidth that um, is not, not always crystal clear. So thank you guys for your patience um, around that. Um, hello, dear sister Laura from Colorado. I'm glad you're here, darling. Tony, hello. Good to see you, too. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Glad to hear up oh, from Michigan. Wonderful. Um, there's a lot of energies happening. Oh, my gosh. It seems like every week I'm saying, you know, there's a lot of energies happening. It's intense. <laughs> and it's been that way for a few years now, yeah? So, uh, yeah. So how's the marathon going for you? How are you... Um, managing these days with all of these intense waves of energy. Uh, you have CMEs happening. We have filament um, uh, filament explosions happening. We have massive geomagnetic stress going on on a planetary level and solar ring level. We have Schumann resonance spikings. I don't know if you saw those some of those charts that were going off the charts quite literally. How are you coping with all these things? Now, all these things that are happening in our solar ring, um, if you've been around in these talks, you, you know that the, um, I draw a parallel to these things. What's happening inside of us is responding to these, um, to these events. Or you can look at it, the changes inside of us are influencing these events <laughs> on the outer level. Hello, dear sister from Minnesota. Carol, good to see you. So, uh, so one of the things I wanted to talk about um, was, you know, a lot of us have been in this planet for quite some time and uh, we've been strongly guided. And I think there's a lot of people who are, who, who I would call a star seed or use that term star seed um, to describe that maybe wouldn't describe it them, um, themselves with that terminology, right? Um, and, you know, and this, this is because we're trying to describe a type of person that has a type of um, experience and these are very new to the languaging so we're exploring what kinds of words fit um, as a descriptive label of, of who we are in, in our particular demographic let's call it like that so I wanted to go through a list of things that I wrote out where how you can tell that you are a star seed that has been in training by 
your star family throughout your life. Signs, uh, different indications that you have been guided and mentored by interdimensional stellar influences as you walk your life, your walk your walk in this planet. I thought that might be something helpful for some of you guys. Um, so you can perhaps even realize when I'm saying Star Sea Way Show, I'm talking about you. <laughs> like maybe you haven't owned that as a potential um, descriptor for you yet. Um, and the other thing I want to talk about, and dear sister Beverly posted this in the group, um, the Rise group, is um, the pros and cons of astral traveling. Turns out astral traveling is super, super, super getting uh, a buzz thing again, and a lot of people are talking about it and um, are super blown away and you know stuff like this. So I want to talk about the pros and cons of astral traveling because um, there are some biggies that um, we do need to be aware of. Hello, dear sister Polly. Good to see you. She's coming to us from New York, and we have Joanne. Um, Aloha from Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So, um, so let me get to to this whole list that I have um, going on about how or about signs that you might be a star seed being mentored by interdimensional star family. Um, this is something that um, it took me a while to understand my difference with the outer world of different groups, you know, because it's like um, I would discover a modality and love it, love it, love it. And then one day wake up, realize I'm really not in alignment with a lot of the, the folks or the community or the teachings or something. And then I would, you know, go on to something else. And for a while, I really thought that there, that was an indication of me being ADD or not committed or, you know what I mean? It's kind of taking it as a fault on, on some level. But then there were things that I would dive into and it would be such a such a strong match that I would stay with it for decades, right? So, um, so that kind of um, negated that the that reel that I had going on that maybe there was something wrong with me. And I realized um, in retrospect that my guidance has been really, really strong. When it's important, my guidance has been really, really strong throughout my life. So I would say, um, you know, if that is something that has been so in your world. Uh, that's that's probably the number one thing to look at is that you have really strong, strong guidance in your life and you're guided towards things that maybe don't make sense at the time, but you know, absolutely you need to be doing it. <laughs> okay. Um, and this is uh, how our star family assists us. It, uh, they also assist us in creating the synchronicities, paving the way, so to speak, to these experiences. So um, an example that I have is that um, when I went through massage school, I was, you know, super ADD and didn't really like studying and all this stuff. So my my star seed family, my my star family, um, interdimensional family, pretty much paved the way for me to go through school, pay for it, um, have babysitting, and um, and get me to pass the board exams. And and I know this because I went through all that with barely studying. And what I did was I would intend to absorb the information and I would sleep on the books. You know, I, at the time there wasn't digital stuff everywhere. So, you know, everything was paperback book. So I would um, sleep on the books and then I would get downloaded. And if there was something really important for me to know that, um, that I wasn't going to recall, 
uh, without a further stimulation, someone would strike up a conversation with me around the different topics of the tests or, or the study pieces, whatever was coming up. So throughout that entire path, I was completely informed. Not that I was a straight A student. No, I was a straight B student, <laughs> right? So, but it was good enough. It was good enough to get through that. Um, and of course, uh, as I went through that process, I realized I loved, loved, loved body work. And the human body was an amazing organism. And, and, and so really, it was like that the Rigamon role was for the, um, you know, passing the test and doing these studies. That, that was more for the structures of this world you know another layer of me exploring that going through that school was discovering a passion discovering that um, i had a very deep connection and interest in learning more about the physical body and and consciousness and healing and you know um wellness you know so so that was a, a i was strongly strongly guided and that way was paved because i got through all that without ever studying. And I did really well on my boards too. I think I got an 88% on the boards. Um, that's not something that is normally characteristic of me. <laughs> um, I don't, um, uh, yeah, anyway, so that's, so strong guidance and the way is being paved. Anytime it was something really, really important, the way was paved for me to get there and do what it is I needed to do for whatever that moment is. So that's the big, that's the number one sign. After that, I would say um, across the board, all of us have um, stories, have experiences of either extreme activated ex activation experiences through dream time, through waking dream time, um, um, through maybe what some would call astral travel, through some sort of um, maybe out-of-body experience or even near-death experience. Um, across the board, all of us have some series of experiences like that throughout our, our lives. Um, just yesterday, a Starshine was sharing with me an, an activation experience that she had many years ago. I think it was in the 80s um, when she uh, went to Egypt. And um, with her, it was she, it was with Horace, and, and she ended up being shown who she was as a star being. That active, and it was a strong, what someone might would call loose, waking, lucid dream experience. So, um, so just look on your life. Have you had experiences like this? Have you had things go on where um, these strong, um, activating experiences have happened um, multiple times? Those, all those times, all those synchronicities are organized through by from the other side of the veils. Uh, so just consider that. <laughs> uh, the other thing is, and this is a strange, strange guidance, but this was so strong in my world. Um, it, it, it was, it, it kind of bothered me, but now I realize in retrospect, the bigger picture, so it doesn't bother me, but in the beginning, it really bothered me. And, and that was, I was not allowed to read lots of spiritual books or books about mysticism, books about um, awakening or enlightenment. It was like, I was not allowed to read them. I would want to, and maybe I would put them, you know, I, and I, but I, when I would sit down to read them, I couldn't focus. When it was important, I was able to focus. And when it wasn't important, I couldn't focus. So there are very, very few books that I'm um, on the spiritual topic that I've actually um, read through. There's times when I'll pick up a book and I'm guided to read just a particular chapter. 
just a particular piece of information that becomes that 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 becomes activating and and when i touch that information it opens me up and activates me in some way um one of those um books was uh alchemy of the nine dimensions with barbara hankler i talk about that one all the time the other one that i actually did read cover to cover because it was so activating and i did this in the the 90s was um plating agenda and at the time, I was pregnant with a Pleiadian starseed. So I was getting like a full-on immersion initiation in back into the Pleiadian frequencies um, during that time in my life. And during that time in my life, I um, my body wasn't functioning. I became really, really sick. I had to quit my job. I, uh, you know, I had to stay home with my pregnancy. <laughs> so it was like the it was like all these nesting dolls that organize our lives. On beyond those veils, my my star family team was like, okay, this your world in the corporate, your life in the corporate world is now over. Er, now you're going into this education right here, <laughs> and I would get plopped into it. I would literally have no choice. I had to do it. So these kinds of things are very usual for for one who's being taught by their interdimensional star family. Um, I had several different star families to get to know i mean they seem like they're different just because they come from different regions of the universe and of space and realms like this but they are all family we're all deeply woven and deeply connected and that is yet another sign that you are a star seed being educated being trained and mentored by your interdimensional star family the idea of ets and other life and other realms is is a no-brainer it's like of course there's other lives other beings of course there is it's like it's ridiculous to think that there's not and that is equally so for um, when you're walking in nature and having nature spirits and stone people and tree people it's like there's a sense that everything around us is living and all of them have something to teach us. Um, so, uh, yeah, so, so the, this, uh, piece with activating experiences, really strong, lucid dream experiences. Some of them will last your entire life, like a dream or lucid dream experience that you had maybe when you were young or multiple dreams, that you had when you were young stay crystal clear throughout the rest of your life that's because you know that was a holographic zip file that you were given and there's more and more information within that dream serving you for your whole life for your whole walk on this planet you see so that kind of stuff happens a lot with star seeds uh um, i'll check in with the comments in a minute and then uh oh the other thing is and this kind of goes together i already sort of mentioned it is synchronicity and serendipities are are an everyday occurrence uh uh for well an, an example is um so i'm unwinding some things and i'll start having some random thoughts jump in and i'll consider them just random thoughts and not give them much weight um but after I'm done unwinding the energy and I'm going back into the world, there'll be a reiterate re something showing, reflecting back to me the exact something very exact about the random what I thought were random thoughts going on. You see what I mean? So it's like everything has it is has its significance, and these um, random occurrences are 
are you're being shown by these experiences that they're not just random occurrences and it helps us step out of that mundane linear idea about things and really entertain more and be more in the magic and the holographic and the non-linear and as we have those experiences we get to trust it more and more and more and more all right the other thing is is that we are taught and this is something that i think is getting more common we are taught that there's distortions in everything. Everything has massive distortions to it. The reality that we are walking is not what we think it is. And what that really means changes as you grow into your interdimensional, or I should say multidimensional abilities into who you are as a galactic being in a bio suit, as a cosmic being in a bio suit. All of this shifts, shifts, shifts a lot. And then uh, another thing would be um, an extreme aversion to dogma and strong religious um, teachings. Uh, this is something that I also find is very, very common among star seeds that are being mentored by their star people, because you learn to see the truth and regardless of the source, you know what I mean? You learn to see creator in everything. You learn to see things in a, such a completely different frame up than the average human that those sorts of teachings fall very short. They don't really meet you with where you're at. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. I think this is probably a good place to pause. I'll pause here and check in with some comments that we have going on. All right. Hello. Hello. Tony says, I used to think astral travel would be great, but now I just feel like it would be leaving myself open for something to seek, to sneak in and wreak havoc. Oh, yes, yes. yes. Okay. Thank you. Let's hold that thought because I totally want to talk about that. that that's one of the cons. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a real thing. Um, and then, oh, hello, dear sister um, Tammy from Kansas. Hello, Shanu. Good to see you, dear. And then we have Soul School, darling. Good to see you. Thank you. Um, so yeah, so let me know if any of you've had any of these events in your life. Let me know if you've had these extreme uh, lucid uh, waking dream or sleeping dream experiences, or if you've had any of these, um, um, this awareness, this sense that the way quite literally has been paved for you to show up for something, do something in your life, or, um, uh, or you've been guided into not reading things. Um, oh, I, you know, I didn't finish that thought completely. All right, so I'll talk about that thought more. And I'd love to hear from you guys, like, do, does this land for you as something that has been in your experience? Um, so the no reading thing, the reason why my guidance was not wanting me to read things, it was because I was getting very strongly guided and if I read the information before I actually, you know, had the transmission and integrated with it and had the knowledge, I would have doubt the knowledge. I would have doubt the information that was coming from within me. I would, instead, I would have deferred to the book I read, the author that I that I just um, absorbed, you know, stuff like that. So that was um, one of the big reasons why um, I was guided not to read things, a lot of things. And, um, and, and I see this really, really clear and true nowadays, because there's things that, um, 
deep truths that I know, then, you know, I facilitate for people. And then people who have had those studies will often be like, ah, yes, master so-and-so talks about this and la, 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 right. You know, and, um, and, but it, but it's, it's completely different when it's an experience or a download or a transmission that you've received, you've digested it and you arrive to on your own. When, when you have ex many experiences like this, this is how you learn to trust yourself. This is how you learn to trust your compass. Because there's a, you know, there's a lot of things we're asked to do that are very uncomfortable <laughs> as you get further on in this path. All right, dear sister, uh, Tammy says, I never thought about the fact that I could be, it could be my star family working with me in the past. It feels so relevant. Yeah, 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 totally. Yes, yes. Um, Good, good. I'm glad that that's that's a light bulb turning on because uh, that's you know this is how it is. The uh, you know the star family is essential because they remember who they are beyond this matrix, beyond this reality. This reality is so completely um, distorted. We, you know we have full on forgetfulness and we don't know that we're not our thoughts and we don't know that we're not our emotions. We don't know that we're not our pain. You know, and we're so and we're trained in this world to really engage life through those levels of who we are, who we think we are, who other people think we are. You know, you follow these roles. This was this. You follow these roles. This is what makes a virtual person. You follow these roles. This is what makes a smart person. You see what I mean? And it's all it's all fast backwards. But we get we become fully invested and engaged in that until we wake up to something else and then we start making different decisions, right? All right, dear sister Tammy says, the night I left my husband Tim in, in November uh, 2013, I could feel this energy. I had to do it. And I could feel I could feel bring beings around me helping me walk out the door. Yes, exactly, exactly. When it's very important that something comes to pass, you know without a doubt. You do, you know without a doubt. And even if you do have a big doubt, there's nothing that can stop you from doing it anyway. You see what I mean? It's like, it's almost like the decision has been made and your ego driver is just going through the steps of doing it, <laughs> right? And this is why I describe for a lot of people that, you know, the ego driver is not the one in charge. It's not the it's not the one that's the master of all the different nesting dolls creating your reality. It's not. It's your spirit. Your spirit is the one in charge and your, your allies that you have beyond the veils. And these veils are so, so thin. The synchronicity and how we can connect with them is so, so easy and readily available for us now when we're ready for it. So the key piece would be when we're ready for it, because uh, we're only going to be given enough that we're ready for. And this is where um, and this is where we learn. This is where we learn our inner language. We by going to the wrong doors, by going, you know, by making mistakes, by seeing how something is resonance and all of a sudden not resonant, you know, and then working through that turmoil that what that crisis brings to you. This is how you learn to trust yourself and you start to realize that it's all about the quality of your compass. It's not about the external source. It's about your ability to see the truth in everything that's in front of you. Okay. All right. Um, then uh, okay so tammy goes on to say it feels so it feels so right also that they helped me to show me another door to working it out with with him and guided us to work it out with the right and perfect coaches yes exactly 
that's that's when you yes that's that big yes that's allowing the big yes to, to ripple effect and organize your reality pave your way we're so powerful we're so so powerful and this is why um and this is why i think dream time and astral traveling is becoming really big in you know buzzword in these communities because people are recognizing that uh, the reality that we think is, is not solely framed up by ego driver. We have other aspects of who we are that are beyond time and space, that are beyond the linear or, um, you know, beyond of who we, who we think we are as an, as a, an identity. Okay. So let's start getting into that astral travel. Dear Sister Starshine mentioned that um, she used to, she felt uh, she really loved it, was into it. And then all of a sudden she realized she had an aversion to it because it's also um, something that, you know, can leave you open and vulnerable for things. And that's absolutely true. Um, I would say that's one of the cons. Um, one of the cons is, is that um, when you have enough of your quantum being directed out of your body, you're leaving an aspect of you exposed. Okay. So that whole term astral traveling frames it up wrong, completely wrong for me from the get-go, because it gives you the idea that you're leaving the physical body and going to another place in, in, in a linear sense. You're going to another physical location. You're going to another timeline, right? You're, you're doing something like that. You're, you're navigating with the aspect of you that is in the perspective of linear time and space. Okay. But really true, what I would call true astral traveling is traveling without moving. It is connecting with something without time, without space and without movement. And when you're connecting with that as that friend, that aspect of you that has that perspective and there's no need to leave your body at all to have these activating experiences it's it's as if you were in two places at one time like you're having a lucid dream experience while you're awake in your body and in the room okay you have you're having this really intense experience and you can feel your heartbeat okay so this is so the frame up astral travel, I feel like is, is misleading there because the aspect of you that has this natural ability doesn't need to leave, doesn't need to go anywhere. It's just, it's simply shifting your frequency to be a match to what it is you want to look at. It's simply shifting your frequency. The, the, actually, let me say that in a clear way, cause that's not clear enough. It's shifting the frequency of your lens to be a match to what it is you want to be aware of, what you want to look at. It's shifting the frequency of your perceptual lens to be a match of what you want to look at, okay? And when you do that, you can look at anything, anywhere, at any time, in any time, space, throughout infinity, okay? I know, how can that be so? That's because you are an infinite being in a bio suit that aspect of you weaves through every molecule throughout this entire reality. <laughs> there is no part of this reality that doesn't have a spark that you, of you, of, that you share. Okay. 
Now there's different nesting dolls to this kind of understanding. There is, you are the spark, you are the infinite, you know, the infinite being that you are, but then there's these other nesting dolls of who you are, right? That start to come in. So there's that infinite spark. Then there's who you are as a cosmic being, who you are as a galactic being, who you are as a, a soul being, who you are as a human being, who you are as a solar being. You, you see, there's all these layers of who you are, all of them connected to that great spark. So it's just a matter of shifting your sympathetic resonance when it comes to um, achieving what they call astral travel. Now, astral travel has a huge benefit to someone who's new to it, and that is that it is massively transformative for your consciousness because it lets you break out of belief structures of you are only who you see in the mirror. It breaks you out of ego structures and other kinds of collective consciousness structures of different ideas of limitations. So in this way, out of body experience, astral traveling, it's an amazing tool to shatter the paradigm of what you think reality is about because you're having these experiences that can't be explained through linear thought, <laughs> linear, linear understanding. You start to open up to more of a multidimensional um, acceptance of reality. This makes sense the way I'm saying that. Um, the other thing that I would say about um, astral travel um, is that like everything else on this planet, it can be used for the service of light of benevolence to serve life or it could be used to serve power over agendas okay it could be dark and it could be light now i say this because it's important for those of you who feel drawn to explore it because if you have ever abused that ability in the past it's going to be a rough journey getting um, reclaiming that ability again because there's a lot of shadow work that has to happen to reclaim that ability okay there's a lot of reclaiming your power and sovereignty that has to happen in order for you to reclaim that ability full on to the point where you can use it and trust it enough to rely upon it in your everyday life okay now if you don't have experiences like that using those those um um, altered states, then it's going to be a magical wonderland until you, till it's not, <laughs> until you shift and, and, and experience it with a very different perspective. Like I said, and that, and that perspective is that you're not actually traveling. You're not actually traveling at all. You're just shifting your frequency. You're shifting your sympathetic resonance to connect with something so you can know it, see it, taste it, explore it, whatever. Okay. All right, there's, there's a bunch of comments here, so I'm just going to go into that. Um, uh, okay, so Tammy says, um, that experience, okay, so she's continuing on to the previous conversation. That experience opened me up to more than what I knew existed within me. When I came back to the farm to live and rebuild and rebuilding, it also when, it's also when I opened up to love of the land. 
and possibilities of rebuilding relationship and other with other beings. Yes, yes, very good, very good. Hi, Beverly, good to see you. Yeah, thank you, Tammy, for that. Uh, yeah, so that's 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 how it is with us star seeds, with us way showers that are being guided by our star star family. It's like everything can change. And with this one experience, it opens the doorway to massive life changes, transformations. And these transformations are you coming closer to your sovereignty, to your truth. That, whew, excuse me. It's it's you uh, removing the veils of illusion, delusions, getting out of the Maya and coming closer to your truth, more anchored in the truth of who you are, the, who you are your authenticity, like this. It's always going towards that. That's what they do. Um, and, you know, there, there was another piece in here I wanted to talk about. What was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We only need to hear it once. As a starseed way shower and being mentored by our star people, we hear something that's important, like important on a spiritual level. We only need to hear it once and activate something. It's like ding, 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 ding. The light bulbs turn on and it opens up a whole other thing inside of us that we didn't know that was there any you know in the we didn't previously know was there right it was like all of a sudden now oh <laughs> holy crap that just that thought that, that mere thought just opened me up to something that i didn't i didn't have any awareness of before i mean that's what these chats are this is what i do with these chats i i introduce you to a thought that opens you up to another idea to something and it just keeps going into something else and of course my intent is to help bring you closer to your sovereignty to the perspectives of what it is to be a, a sovereign being on a multidimensional level in a bio suit while engaged with these power over games you know this is this is the whole piece yeah thank you tammy thank you for that um uh so okay uh, astral astral travel so here's the other thing let's not call this astral travel let's call it dream time and that's because it, dream time, we, it, you know, it has a different connotation. There's soft, more softness to it. And for me, there, there's more infinite, more um, ways to explain the experiences like that, right? So being human is really messy. You know, we imagine ourselves, we're in these, you know, these, these orbs of light, we're in this energy field and it's like, I'm in my field, you're in your field. And, and maybe we have some overlapping field experiences, but pretty much I stay with me and you stay with you and so on. Now for us specifically, that might be so, but for most of humanity, that's not how it is. Most of humanity's energy is really sloshy. Imagine people rushing around with their energy in, in their energy and they're like, you know, pots of water filled all the way to the top. <clears throat> right. Pot, like the pot of water is filled all the way to the top and they're rushing around like this. <laughs> all right. That's really how it is, how the energetic exchanges with the average human. OK, very, very sloppy, very, very messy. OK, we lose our mental energy to each other we lose our emotional energy each other to each other our physical our um our physical our, our adrenal energy our uh, spiritual energy you know it's sloughing off imagine it an exchange like a lava lamp like you're this big blob and then there's a blob you have great big emotional charge thought form blops off from you and then hits another blob over here and they come together and become one and you know like that that's how it happens 
And, and the reason why this is an important image to have in your mind is because this is how we tap in and tune into people very often. There's parts of us that we give away to other people, right? We, we give away our sovereignty, our power. We give away our emotions. We give away our love. We give away our compassion. We give away our anger. We give it to the other person because we think, because we think it's about them, right? We give it when that happens and you got, and you're not reclaiming your energy and that other person is not practicing good energetic hygiene either, right? Then now your energy is just going to live there with them. And maybe it stays there for lifetimes. Maybe it stays there for your whole life. This is very common of how it is with parents. We carry the thoughts and emotions of our parents thinking it's ours, right? But it's actually our parents. Um, and, and I promise I'm going to tie this into astral travel or the idea of dream, um, um, watching things in dream time that are separate from where you physically are. So, um, uh, so then th that energy lives with you until you wake up to it and you, and you do some personal work and you give it back. And until that happens, you think those emotions and thoughts are yours. You, you truly think it's you. Those are your emotions, your thoughts. Okay. Similar thing happens with entities. Entities will come in. They'll come into your field because they're a frequency match. Okay. And they'll just take up resonance. If it's a, a young child, they're going to try to find someplace safe. And if you're a person that gives safety to people, like that's something that's in your psychology and some, a value of yours, they're going to come right in and take up safety within you and you won't know it. But unless you have some indication in dream time, and usually that's where it'll happen. You'll have a dream that there's a being with you that shouldn't be there, or you'll have a dream that there's a being that wants your attention, or you see what I mean? So you'll start to do, um, develop these platforms where you can um, ex, uh, exchange and explore the unseen realms, right? It's a platform to, for the unseen and the unknown to come into your awareness. So all these things happen, and, and until we're, we wake up to it, we think it's us. We think it's our thoughts. We think it's our emotions. Now, here's the big thing. When there is a huge emotional charge to something, right? Say, say, um, all right, I have an example. Um, so I had a, a relationship with a person before I was really aware of good, proper energy hygiene, right? Really sloppy, 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 sloppy. And they, um, they got into an accident. And um, they, got, they were riding a bike and got hit by a car. And, uh, and, the, uh, and they weren't that hurt, but um, they, did, they did sustain a little bit of injury. I instantly knew it and had to get a hold of them. It's like I instantly knew that something happened. I didn't know what happened. I just felt this urgency to get a hold of them, this urgency to check in with that person, okay? And uh, so I check in with them. I find out that they, you know, got hit by car, blah, 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 all this stuff, right? And I was like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> you know. Um, later on, as I started learning more um, deeply about proper energetic hygiene, I was pulling my energies out. What I realized was that I actually gave my part of my heart to that person. I was strongly with them all the time, okay? And it wasn't until I got it back did... I no longer feel that deep connection, right? They didn't feel it. I didn't feel it. It was more of like a, um, rather than a push-pull experience, it was 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. Love you. I appreciate you, you as a human being. <laughs> and I wasn't so concerned about trying to keep that person safe anymore. I wasn't trying to, you, you see what I mean? So, so you can say some of these visions that come to us about other people are astral travel visions, but really it's that there's a part of us that's with them that is that's getting activated while they're going through that experience and because of that frequency match when we calm our minds and when we're still we have access to that information we have access to that knowledge you see what i mean so um there's a lot of uh so what i would say a, another pro to the idea of exploring letting your your awareness move like this is that you can use that as a tool to discover when you have energy lost to somebody, when someone's holding on to your energy or you're holding on to them having your energy or something like that. This, this happens a lot with beloveds. This happens so much with beloveds. It happens a lot with, with sexual partners. It happens a lot with family and siblings, with, um, with grandmothers and grandkids and, and daughters and sons and parents. Okay, this happens a lot. Okay. So, so because we're not taught how to keep clean energy exchanges, we're just not taught. We're very sloppy. If we want something from somebody and we're not saying it, we're actually pushing our needs and our wants into them. We just want them to know what we want and give it to us. We're doing, we're pushing that. And very often, you know, when, when the person is clearer, um, you know, really honest and clear inside of themselves, they will end up doing exactly what it is we want them to do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this door, this, this, this doorway of astral travel opens us as like, it's like a threshold for that linear mind, for that, mon uh, you know, typical human mind to start going into the multidimensional reality that is the truth of who we all are. So for me, I feel like this is a huge pro <laughs> in that. Um, so emotional energy, soul energy, we even give pieces of our soul away to people. I mean, all this stuff um, can facilitate us having an intense um, astral experience um, or download of information uh, with other people and other scenarios. Um, Okay, so I also uh, get premonitions. I would get premonition dreams about stuff. And the premonition dreams are different than other dreams because I feel like it's actually happening. Like it's like when I wake up out of the dream, it feels like it actually just happened. You know, it's like it's a real thing that just happened, even though it maybe didn't happen yet in my timeline. Energetically, in these outer nesting dolls that are creating our reality, it is so. And therefore, it's just a matter of time for it to unfold into my reality in this 3D perspective. You see what I mean? Okay, let's check in with what some folks are saying here. All right, there are some ahas happening. Oh yeah, thank you, thank you, Tammy. Polly says, every time I listen to you, the light bulbs go off and I require a nap right afterwards. <laughs> yep, 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 that's <laughs> that's how transmissions work, yeah. Cool, thank you for that, that's funny. That's funny to hear that, dear. Um, and dear sister Shanu says, hi, Christina, I'm feeling something which are similar to Ascension symptoms. What should I or people who go through similar situations um, do to feel um, to feel energetic? 
Yes. Okay. So um, hold that thought and um, I'm going to read a few more of these things and I'll, I'll go, I'll start going on that tangent. Um, Polly says, yes, snaps always. Oh, so Joanne is also getting, has napping experiences. That's funny. Dear sister Lisa says, when you planted the seed of holding space, it helped further liberate me from energetic investments, attachments from the storylines of other beloveds. Oh, thank you for telling me that. That's awesome. Yes. Yes. Yeah. This is what I mean. This is how you can tell your starseed being mentored by um, interdimensional star beings because these thoughts, you just need to be introduced to the idea and boom, things activate inside of you. Um, and, and that's the beautiful grace of it all. Yeah. All right. So let me get to the ascension symptom things. So because they are off the hook right now. And um, first, let's get an understanding of what these ascension symptoms are. Right? I don't mean like the exact symptoms like feeling tired, stuffy nose or, or not sleeping. I don't, I don't mean like that. I mean, what what is actually happening that's causing these symptoms? OK, so. I was talking earlier, um, you, you may have missed it, so I'll just repeat it, um, about all of this solar activity going on, the CME spikes, the, the plasma filaments, the major electromagnetic disturbances, and the, the, the massive spikes in the Schumann resonance happening quickly, quickly, quickly. You know, something that's supposed to be 8 hertz is spiking to above 120. You know, this, and, and this baseline, this 8 hertz, 8 hertz baseline, this is a parasympathetic rest and digest level of consciousness in our bio suit. Okay. When we are connected into that frequency, our adrenal system is relaxed. We are open. We are calm. Our body is healing. Our minds relaxed. We are able to plug in multidimensionally <laughs> so easily because we're in that relaxed state. We're in a calm state. Our bio suit is in a calm rhythm and these spikes right? Our, our light, it's like jolting our, our bio suit. Now the jolting is hitting up against density within our bio suit. So it's like these, these, these spikes in let's say frequencies and, and light are, it's like, these are like, uh, let's say jumping jacks. They're preparing us for becoming less dense within our bio suit, meaning that we become more fluid in our frequency. We, be, we can shift frequencies quickly. And the only way to do that is to, um, is to address the densities that are inside of us. The kinds of things that are densities that are inside of us, as in things that are holding on to something that is not harmonic in the right now, Okay. You know, these densities here, um, need, need to be, uh, um, felt and, and allowed to move through these, these densities are, are like structures, like belief systems, subconscious ideas that we have about ourselves, subconscious judgments we have about ourselves, subconscious ways that we say no to love, subconscious ways we say no to what it is we need to feel nurtured. You know what I mean? So it's, that's the density, all of that training, conditioning, inherited, also collected from your soul's journey that will not allow flexibility, that all is getting bumped up against with these spikes. So these symptoms are overlapping with self-care needs, okay? The self-care needs to come in, like the ladies that we're talking about after listening to these chats, they have to take a nap, okay? Because, you know, the transmissions, the energies. 
And that nap is them going into where they need to go to, into a rest and digest state so they can work with their interdimensional star family and integrate um, what just got activated, new thought forms, stuff like this. So, so it could be considered a symptom, but really it's a self-care piece with that, with that particular example. So if you want to be able to just, you know, surf and be full on energy all the time and la, 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 I'll say, you know, go be a breatharian, <laughs> do everything you need to do to be a breatharian and then you're going to be able to rock it, no problem, right? Um, but the fact is, is that these densities are there for a reason and we have to be with them. Right now, because of all these spikes, a lot of people's buried traumas are coming up, okay? And there's no way around that. You have to deal with the trauma coming up. You have to deal with it. You have to figure out the formula that works for you to expedite smoothing trauma through your system, if that's what's coming up for you. So the um, so again, I, I, I'm, I'm flipping the script a bit from ascension symptoms to self-care because this is where we're at right now. It's no longer, it's, it's like there's a different understanding coming in. Um, these densities are things that we participate in holding on to. All the other veils that created our dense reality that held things in place are gone. What's left are the things that humanity themselves are holding on to. Okay, that's what's left. All these other veils have been lifted. This is why so many people are getting turned on to astral traveling and lucid dreaming and shamanic practices and ETs and, and you know, all this stuff, all these, you know, <laughs> this is why we're all waking up to it just naturally because those control systems that were holding those veils closed, those doors shut are no longer doing that. It's just us now. It's just us and what we're holding on to. And so now we need to self-care Give us everything resource and all the ways we need to resource so we can address the pain that comes up, address the trauma that comes up so we can really show up for it, really show up for it. And this isn't comfortable because there's many times where people feel like, I don't feel like I can take this anymore. I don't feel like I can make it through another day like this. And that is that is right at that threshold where the ego driver or subconscious control system, whatever, is about to break. That's where it's about to break completely and uh, leave your system because now there's a part of you that doesn't want to hold on to it anymore and therefore it's not going to stay. You see what I mean? Um, I, I hope this makes sense. Uh, this is so, so important for us all to, to, you know, stay in that, that compassionate space because this is a marathon of waking up. It's not, it's not, a, it's not a journey of sprinting. It's not a, oh, I need to nurture myself for a little while. Now I can go back to a toxic lifestyle. Nope, that doesn't work. We tried that. Many of us did that for a few years and realized that's not happening anymore. It's like, it is being at your optimal for yourself all the time, every day. That's what we have to do. Be op treat yourself optimally, all optimal wellness every day. Give yourself what you need because uh, there's no backing down. If anything, I feel like the heat is just, just going to get turned up more and more and more and more, especially as we go into the summer. So um, nourish yourself emotionally, nourish yourself intellectually, nourish yourself with lots of sleep, with lots of um, relaxation in nature, nourish yourself with passionate projects that you're really excited about, nourish 
you know, nourish yourself in such a way where you are more excited about what you're creating <laughs> than, uh, than how you're feeling uncomfortable, you know. Um, uh, how we spend our time on a daily basis really matters. Um, if we're on the computer for our work, then we need to do things to mitigate the impact of that. If we are, if you're, you know, sucking in news media, alternative, left, right, whatever, it doesn't matter. If you're sucking in mute news media all the time, not, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be easy because that's all polarized narratives meant to trigger emotional reactions. Okay. So you're going into a deep manipulative uh, program matrix by engaging. So stay away from that stuff if you can. Uh, the uh, how you spend your thinking, if you spend your time thinking in, in strong linear thoughts in that alpha beta um, or in the beta frequencies, right? Uh, start um, introducing activities that open up your bandwidth to your brainwaves to other kinds of frequencies, like weave in lots of love, enjoying gratitude, dance, stuff like this, and weave in the alpha into the beta, or start allowing yourself to just be in these altered states. A lot of times, these altered states that we go into feel like being tired, feel like being asleep, for real. Okay, so so you know, add that I add that seed in there. Um, there's times when it's not that we're actually needing sleep. We're going into a deep altered state, and our and our linear brain just can't work while we're in that state. When you notice yourself, you know, feeling really tired, let yourself close your eyes and just relax your brain, relax your mind thoughts, and notice maybe what's around you or notice what's maybe showing up in your periphery. You know, you may realize that you're being worked on. There's all kinds of beings around you doing something. <laughs> you see what I mean? Um, stuff like that can come into your awareness. Uh, I find that um, I'm going into altered states more and more and more and that uh, um, a lot of deep things are happening. Like they're deeper than they, than they have been in the past. Um, there's times when you know, I feel like I can't keep my eyes open. I'm not sleeping, but I'm not like awake in the normal way either. You know, this, this is happening a lot the past few days. So, uh, yeah, darling, I hope that answers your, <laughs> answers your question about ascension symptoms. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, let me go through my checklist, make sure I talked about everything with the Okay, so how many here, let's get a show of hands, how many here, now that I've gone through that checklist of, you know, the different things that you experience if you're a starseed being mentored by your interdimensional star family, okay, uh, how many of you here with these things that I listed can confirm for yourself that you're being mentored by your interdimensional star family? How many here can, can, uh, can confirm that now? I'd be curious to know. Um, you know, we use these terms, and I'm going to circle back to where I began in the in the beginning. We use these terms to be to be um, to describe something that's new to the human experience. So it's it's different. It's it's we're exploring the labels. The labels just don't seem to be, um, you know, uh, perfect because of our linear language. So when I say star seed or when I say um, star family, you know, that can mean so many things um, that perhaps you would describe as something different. 
So I would invite you guys to feel them, feel into the intent behind things versus the labels themselves. Oh, look at that. There's lots of yeses here. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, so good to see. Oh, thank you, Shanu. Yeah, thank you for letting me know that. I feel, I feel relieved now. Wonderful. Um, Polly's being mentored. Joanne, hands up for soul schooling. She says, you are really blowing me away as usual. So many of the things you are mentioning are so much what I have been experiencing. It's just such a relief to relate to you all. Yes, it is a relief, isn't it? We're not alone. <laughs> Um, yep, Tammy's confirming. Definitely. I feel so much energy in my heart space right now. Awesome. Um, Laura saying definitely no doubt about it. I know I am being guided every step of the way. Awesome. So glad to hear you say that. And, um, and soul schooling says I didn't fully accept that. That was that, that that's what was happening with my star family. Awesome. Cool. Cool. Well, well hopefully this, this helped. Uh, make that connection be bigger, more of a yes, and, and really be in acceptance because we're reaching this place where we're going to need to really trust it. We're going to need to trust ourselves. Okay. Trust ourselves. And I'm not saying, um, you know, trust some, some, some abstract force outside of you. No, I'm saying trust this, this compass it is, this is really what they're teaching you about a sharp inner compass. And as we go deeper into this transformation process that we're going through, trusting that compass is going to be more and more important because there's a lot of things that there's a lot of shadow work humanity has yet to do. Many of us are doing it on a collective level. We're doing our part of it, right? But there's a lot that the others have to own because they are the ones holding on to it because they are the ones actively holding on to it. Now, all the stuff that has accumulated through the soul's journey, people like you and me, we can help with that. We can help release things in soul's journey because we have access to that, to those um, levels of reality. So we can assist in, on a soul level with that. But the things that they're holding on to with their cognitive awareness, you know, and, and deep subconscious things aren't getting addressed, that's, that's what we're waiting for them to, to hit, to touch. And of course, we have these spikes in the frequency assisting along the way, right? Because as the old Chinese proverb says, and I say this many times, um, for people who are deeply rooted in the ego driver and the 3D world of who they think they are, they will not change until the pain of not changing is more painful than the change itself. Those, that is where people are having to get brought before they're willing to let go of these pieces that they're holding on to. You see what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Lisa says, yes, absolutely, without a shadow of doubt. <laughs> awesome, darling. In a dream and the um, in a dream and the other, I heard you clearly telling me, trust your instincts. Yes, trust your instincts. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, and it's sometimes hard to trust our instincts when our, you know, in the outside world, when it's so against what the outside world says is appropriate and, and what you should be doing, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, but that's because we dare to dream a little dream. Dream a little dream of me. <laughs> All right, darlings, thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of this conversation. I really appreciate being able to talk with you guys. Um, about these pieces. Thank you, Beverly, for um, bringing forward the astral travel topic. Um, and uh, yeah, so if you guys want to dive in working more um, with us on these levels, we have 
been able to open up space within our Dreamtown Healing Project. We now have space available for you to, um, to join that um, project. So if that is something that's interesting for you, I encourage you guys to check out lightbodyacademy.com and then um, scroll down to the Dreamtown Healing Project. That is a, um, it's a subscription membership um, format where we get together uh, five times a month and we do, uh, we explore dream time, we track into dream time in groups, but then we also um, go through um, interdimensional forgiveness practices and light body activations and some energy medicine practices and our foundation. So, so there's a, there's a few different av- you know ways that we work to help open up the dream time um, experience. So you can be lucid in your dream time, both waking and sleeping, and quite literally reclaiming your ability of dreaming this world into being. So if that's interesting, um, I encourage you guys to check out lightbodyacademy.com. All right. I love you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. In the meantime, sweet dreams.